Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, where Nasred talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, today, Alex and I... <laughs> hey, what's up, people? <laughs> yeah, usually Sorry, that was my rush. <laughs> yeah, usually I call him by his nickname, Interdimensional Alex, and he beams in and he says, Hello, people, I'm I was back. so ready. Yeah. But I didn't even hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Alex. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not interdimensional today. I'm just here. Yeah, because we, we, we're just, you know, kind of doing this sort of like, you know, kind of, we did a, a Bitakishi double feature today. Yeah. Alex, mm-hmm. the films that we saw were Violent Cop, followed by Hanabi. Okay. So this fireworks. Could be, yeah, this could be a very simple know, yeah. show, much like the films of Beat Takeshi. Yeah, which are, which simple are, and yet loaded, okay. epic so and yet Alex, simple. Before mm. we sort of dive into the double feature and and our, your thoughts and your, yeah. your things and stuff like that, you have a history with Beat Takeshi, kind of. Well, yeah, I. It, so this is the weird thing. I sort of have a more peripheral peripheral history. Right. A good friend of mine back in high school once came by and he was like, hey man, Sonatine is amazing. I'm like, what? Sonatine? And all I knew is that I think Quentin had helped get it seen, right? Yeah, under his label, Rolling Thunder, I believe it was called. Correct, right. So he shows me this movie. Now, I was much younger and I think I didn't really understand that you could do a Yakuza crime film with heart and reflection and pacing and time and that's what i saw in sonatine and then there were a few others that i'd seen him in like battle royale and um uh gonan which i've been talking about and he's in that as well i don't know if he has any directorship over that i doubt it i think that's probably yeah i don't think so um and then of course i've heard people talk about him but you know what's funny is when i was younger I was a little sort of put off by just like intensely violent shit like what we saw here. Yeah. However, I'm older now and I've seen tremendously violent things between then and now. So I was actually, you know, you heard me chuckling throughout all these movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, so my, my knowledge at the time, and you know what's funny, dude, is someone had mentioned that fireworks is just brutal. So when you said we're going to watch fireworks, I thought I was about to see like torture and like br- like brutality and pain and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was heartbreaking if they mean that. Yeah. That yeah. was definitely brutal well, in that sense. Do you think uh, going back to what that person said, yes. that, describing it as brutal. Yeah. Do you think they meant in a violent sense because they were so little exposed to violence? No, cinema, no, I or? I think I was so little exposed to beat Takeshi and maybe I uh is it Takeshi or Takeshi? Takeshi. All right, Takeshi. I yeah, was, yeah. I was uh I was probably not too educated on that and also I think I'm assuming because we were all yeah. a bunch of twenty-somethings at the right. time, and I think we we're used to like violent, intense shit. Yeah. Well, but, let me tell yeah. you the the cover of the old uh, VHS of of Hanabi mm-hmm. uh, fireworks that was available at like Blockbuster in the day made it look like this ultra violent, crazy Asian, <laughs> you know, like like <laughs> yeah. like kind of thing. But right. it's actually one of the most artful, beautiful films oh, yeah. ever made, I would no, say. No, 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 dude. It was it was great. Just like quick sort of, just shall I give like collage please, thoughts please, here? Please, please, please. Hanabi, I'll start with that, even though it was a second when we saw right, it, right, but, right, but right. we just came from it, so it's fresh, yeah. fresh on my yeah. mind. Hanabi, for me, was like, 
somebody's memory, and I don't know who yet, but it's not as obvious as Takeshi's memory or his wife's memory, yeah. but someone was remembering that movie. Yeah. Because I thought the whole movie moved with like through the lens of memory and through the lens of kind of nostalgia and intense art. And I love the story. Like you have the main storyline, which I don't even really need to get or even explain. It's yeah. just a man who has a sick wife, but they have a silent yet intimate dynamic. Yeah. And he just had to pay off the Yakuza and literally had to rob a bank to do it. Yeah. And goes off and kind of is like, I'm doing like one last vacation with my wife. And we're also, we, and it's established in the beginning that he's lost his daughter. Yeah. And uh, there's still... Of course, if you're looking for violent, intense moments with a sense of kind of like anti-hero morality to it, yeah. you get that too. Yeah, yeah. But there was this incredible um, bittersweetness to how fragile things are mm -hmm. in life. And mm -hmm. I loved, of course, the use of his art. Yeah. His art was great. All the floral animals that he made. Yeah, yeah, which were done by himself. Right, know. done by himself. And I wondered about that. And then you, and then you confirm that. And then, um, and then of course, moving backward to Violent Cop, dude. Woo! Yeah, that yeah. was fun, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Violent Cop reminded me of Dirty Harry. Yeah, very much so. And you know, it's what I was relieved by, dude. When I heard Violent Cop, I'm I was picturing like kind of what we know to be a violent cop today so i was expect i was expecting racist and like picking on the cruel yeah no he was like a vigilante cop if anything he was like karma cop yeah he wasn't yeah. he wasn't like i mean yeah it absolutely he did it through violence but you notice people still cared about him he had a sister he had yeah. friends he had enough at least sort of respect or everyone i mean <laughs> new management didn't approve of his temper yeah, but his yeah, like yeah. oldest buddies at the police force they're like okay he's kind of a loose cannon but he's you know yeah he's one of us and all that yeah great use of soundtrack yeah great use of editing he i i i want to after i give my little sort of thoughts of this Please, i'd love to ahead. hear i want to i, I, I have going. a question no, 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 for no, you. I, I, yeah, i have yeah, a question yeah, for yeah, you after this yeah. but um other things he it reminded me too. There were moments of it. It kind of reminded me a bit of Point Blank, that Lee Marvin movie that I showed on that double feature right. day. Yeah, that yeah. you know, payback kind of is the, Those are the Lee later Marvin thing. Double feature. Right? That was part of the yeah, double right, feature. Right, yeah. yeah. So like, there are elements of Point Blank and Dirty Harry that I thought Violent Cop had going on. Yeah, interesting. In terms of his character, kind of Dirty Harry, but there were also some shots of just really good human symmetry. He knew depth. Yeah. There were a couple shots where there would be just a master shot of yeah. guys standing in the police, but one guy is just, you know, hanging back enough to have some perspective, yeah, 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 and then yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of play there. Well, yeah, I mean, in this day and age, just to say something about that style, it feels like edit-wise, most movies are put in a blender, and there's a cut every two seconds. Yeah. He's not afraid of just letting the action happen and just observe it. Very much so. Yeah, very much cool, so. Right? And I like that, in especially when people are talking about the plan or some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Every movie today is like, you got to cut to everyone yeah, when they yeah, talk. Yeah. And sometimes I get distracted that way. It's yeah. just nice to see a, a, just an image just settling there. And you can see everyone too from, from shoe to head, just yeah. like standing there, hands in their pockets. And they're just like, uh-huh. So we're gonna do this. This I don't know. It's a it's a simple but necessary yeah. thing. Some great tracking shots. You know what? Also, 
there was intense violence without actually having to see it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. in the beginning of the movie, well, I love the opening shot, this toothless, happy, homeless guy, yeah. and then he's just suddenly attacked yeah, by yeah, these yeah. fucking asshole kids, yeah. basically. And the thing I kept saying to you throughout both movies is... Uh, beat Takeshi, right? That yeah. He has the fucking coolest walk. He's just absolutely just sure. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's just absolutely, uh, you know, sure strided. He goes up to this house in the beginning because he knows one of these kids is beating up this guy and he just helps himself into the door practically. Yeah. And the mother's like, oh, is this? he's like, oh, no, 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 it's all good. I got this. I got this. And just serves the kid up. But yeah. did you notice the camera is actually... He, you establish he knocks down the kid. Yeah. But then the camera is really just about at his kneecaps and up, and it just slowly tracks with him kicking. And giving like and a kicking. slap here and, yeah, and there. And, you, and yeah. slapping, but you don't actually see contact yeah. with this person yeah. until finally the tracking shot is done, and it tilts down, yeah. and then all the mangled up face. And all yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I may say something interesting about that, if you notice in Violent Cop, when the movie begins, like exactly, the most of the violence is off camera. Yeah. But as the movie escalates, <laughs> yes. the violence gets more and more front and center right. until we see, you know, until you know, like the guy's mouth explodes. Seriously, you know, like, until like point blank. Pretty cool. Yeah. Fucking head <laughs> yeah. explosion stuff. No, I was highly impressed yeah. with violence. Other impressions, Cop. please. Uh, let's see. There was. Um, yeah, there there was a lot of mythic stuff going on here. I like how he was still kind of the hero. I like I like that he's paired up with this. Uh, well, now, yeah. Here's the thing: that good cop wasn't really necessarily yeah. good. Was he shady? Yeah. In the end, it reveals that he was. Uh you know, he, he goes he, to work for the he worked organization. For them. So he probably was, organized the hanging of the friend or had something to do with it, perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, the thing with... Here, I get the impression that the mafia is just not the thing that it used to be in the 70s and 80s and mm -hmm. especially 40s or something. I feel like, you know, organized crime exists, but it's not on that same level or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you talk to certain Japanese people, the Yakuza is very much involved in society. Mm -hmm. It's not like this thing that is constantly, it's very juiced in. Like you could see Yakuza movies taking place during the Edo period or the Meiji era or whatever, mm -hmm, you know, where it's mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. Yakuza, but it's like samurai and stuff right. like that. So it's it's very much a part of their society. Yeah. And so it it doesn't make it look like the guy is like some, even some like evil mastermind dude, but he's just like, that's the flow in which he's going. Like, yeah. like he's part of that, like, uh, I think I forgot the, the partner of Bitakishi's name who hangs himself, but like he was participating on the wrong side of the law while being part right. of the law, which is just a part of the way that society works. Yes. Like some people choose to be Takeshi's side and some people mm -hmm. choose to, you know, and I don't think side. that, by the way, is necessarily a huge spoiler, what I just said there. Either. Oh, like, no, no, no. It's, well, it's I'll just put kind the show of like, spoiler. This is a total spoiler conversation. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's worth checking out, folks, especially uh, sort of fans of like vigilante violent movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Death yeah. Wish, Dirty Harry, those kinds of things. Yeah. If you're like, this was very, uh, very well done. There was a chase scene. 
against a guy who must be methed up because they couldn't fucking stop him. Like, yeah. he was just full of just, like, rage and fighting. He was like a fast zombie. Yeah, yeah. And it's this long chasing to get this guy who's who's in white, who has a baseball bat, who's beaten down a cop, who's taken time to play with these kids in the yeah, street, yeah. Yeah. only to get fucking beaten to death by this suspect. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so, so the thing is... That chasing, the music was this like beautiful, like soft jazz, long kind of like painful heart sound of like yeah. an alto jazz sound. Yeah. Dude, that that's unusual. Yeah, Most yeah. of these things are just like, come yeah, on. Yeah. No, no, no. This thing was, yeah, it had unusual choices. No, I remember um, at that part, they go into the guy's place and then, like, it feels like four cops, like, try to tackle him. But each cop gets his ass gets kicked. Gets his ass kicked. And then kicked. is just standing back laughing. Right. <laughs> and then uh, and then the guy escapes through the window or some shit. And then he comes right. outside. And then he has this, like, slow motion fight with the guy that was playing baseball right. with the kids. And then all of a sudden, the slow motion is you're just ripped right out of it when the baseball bat hits the top of the cop's oh, head. And, yes. like, the top of his head explodes. And I remember you, you were like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you, it's it's totally effective. Like it, re- I was like, oh, because yeah. it really whatever they did, man, it looked like they straight up full speed smacked this guy's head over. Yeah, 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 with, yeah, the, yeah with the yeah. baseball bat. Yeah, definitely. No, what? you're right. It was, and it, it started out as slapstick because they send in this do good cop who just instantly gets like knocked to the side when he tries to grab the suspect, and he's like, ow, and even beat is going, <laughs> and the other cops are like. At first, it's going like, yeah, what? You trying to hit me? What? But no, they get their fucking asses kicked by yeah, this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, there were some really unusual choices. There's this great scene where, correct me if I'm wrong, Beat Takeshi is walking down the street and he passes the assassin dude. Yeah. And then he keeps walking, keeps walking, keeps walking. And then for like a whole scene, and then he suddenly just doubles back running bolts bolts because he realizes oh fuck i just saw that guy and that's what's happening and i need to yeah that was brilliant yeah i feel like that is such a cool sometimes cinema is like the simple pleasures yes and i do think that's a very simple yes which by the way the word simple in terms of B. Takeshi's cinema is is key you know what i mean to like describing it because there is a lot of simplicity there's a lot of and you know when you get to Hanabi, uh-huh. I felt like it was a good double feature because of the fact that A, Violent Cop was his first film. So his style yes. was still there, but it was a little more simple. And then well, with right. Hanabi, it flowers. Yeah. You literally. know what I mean? With, yeah. with the, and even like, I know you liked, you kept, when we were watching Violent Cop, you were like, man, I love this music. I love this music. I was like, man, yeah. I cannot wait until he sees Hanabi. Yeah. Because, you no, know, and the music, music was fantastic yeah. in Hanabi as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the music was done by a gentleman, uh, a different gentleman uh, in Violent Cop. I forgot his name. I uh-huh. looked it up. But the guy that did the music for Hanabi uh-huh. is uh, Joe Hashiyashi. Hashi, I'm so pronouncing it wrong. But like, <laughs> but he did the music for all yeah. of like Studio Ghibli movies and stuff like okay. that he does these yeah. very dreamy you know like yeah kind of things. He no did, no, no. it's epic the soundtrack yeah. he's yeah. done a lot of like beat movies but what did you think of the villains in violent cop love them okay so the villains were that that's why i also kind of thought about point blank because that's all about like you got the bad guy but the bad guy works for this bad guy and that bad guy works for that bad yeah, guy, yeah, and you yeah. go all the way to the top of the building yeah and um 
I thought it was very interesting to have this sadist assassin who loves himself some men yeah. and loves himself some violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, I thought, like a really good nemesis to, um, to you know, Bitaki, to uh, Asuma. Right. Yeah, yeah, Az- yeah, Azuma. Azuma. Azumi or Azuma? I, I forget. Azumi? Yeah, yeah. I it's one Azuma. Two. I think it's Azuma. Yeah, Azuma, yeah. And also, I don't. I'm. Jury's out for me as to whether the sister character was a quote unquote real character. I took her to be a symbol uh-huh. of his breaking point. Like, she represents a kind of maybe like the innocence to him. Because notice, anytime he's with her, it's like he's purifying himself again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and he touches quieter. back to like a quiet, simple place. She wishes she could be by the ocean. There's a sweet scene where she, I think they're by some like half ass lake. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, it's not the ocean though. I want to go to the ocean. Yeah. And one thing that both of these movies had going on for them were these yearnings to be somewhere else yeah. to be away from pretty much like the the harshness of the city i think yeah yeah and anyway yeah the um the sister character getting poisoned and raped and and uh injected with heroin and all that by the by the fucking junkies yeah who it's interesting i that to me is a kind of real um lasciviousness that a lot of movies don't get into in terms of these are guys who clearly are fucking each other all day long yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they found a girl so yeah, and yeah, then, yeah but one of them's like oh i don't even know how to do that but the one's yeah. like oh i i can i'm bi i can do either and it's yeah. very i thought that was it's too easy to have just three hetero dudes who were like right. were, like this was these were some interesting kind of and they're all fucked up on drugs yeah plus i love the use of i don't know i would love to know what the actual word in japanese that they use for it but at least the, for the translation that we saw it's a dope yeah and i love that everything's all about dope and yeah. he's got the dope and he's the pusher of the dope yeah, you're yeah. the man with the dope yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. loved that yeah. and uh so the bad guys there were a lot of surprises too um and i must admit i kind of um, when he had like when he slapped the fuck out of that guy in that bathroom yeah. that fucking scene That's you know that one of my favorite parts dude I, there's a little part of me that is like keep fucking going like you, just, <laughs> you can't help it you kind of do get why i don't know i love how his his character is almost like a dog like an honest like it just goes up and it's like why what the fuck and then like yeah, and yeah, yeah. has no shame in beating the fuck out of anyone who gives him any sass or trouble yeah, but yeah. you know what i noticed is he'll go up to some sus to to just people to ask them like have you seen this person and there are people who genuinely didn't know and yeah. he didn't harass them and throw them around it's, i thought he was going to be a violent yeah, violent yeah, cop, yeah, like yeah. an immoral yeah. guy yeah. he actually did have a code you don't yeah. have to agree with it but he did have yeah, a code yeah. well the thing and, that i like oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say and then once he had to... So I'm about to talk about the ending, ending, if Go that's ahead. cool. So when he... In fact, you know what? Okay, we didn't talk spoilers really that much until now. Right. Let's count down to th- from three to one. I'm sure. not going to do it in Japanese because I don't know Japanese. I can, I think. You can? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, So okay. it would go... And it's for Hanabi and Violent Cop too because I have something to say about it. Right. Yeah. So three, two, one. San, ni, ichi. So uh, the lighting, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All it is is the door sliding open, yeah. light bleeding through. Lots of surprises in Violent Cop as well. 
the main assassin dude gets shot up from behind by one of his cronies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, oh, shit, well, I guess that's that. Nope, he then pops up with a shotgun or something that yeah, blows yeah, yeah. him away. Yeah, yeah. And then it's him versus Takeshi. And Takeshi's getting shot up. He shoots him. Then he gets, point, like, his fucking cheek explodes yeah, yeah, and yeah. gets him there. And then the sister comes crawling out and all she's looking for is drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, part of me was like, oh, you could have gotten her therapy, but no, he, he quote unquote, mercy kills her. Yeah, yeah. But again, I'm, I'm for me, on, a, on an archetype level, I don't think this was a real person person. She represented something that now right. has been defiled and needs to just be mercy. It's just like, it, it's the last part of him that any had any place in this world right, basically right and then of course he's gunned down by who just the 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 guy basically the assistant to the head up dude who he shot up previously yeah and he of course will be the successor to the company the and dude who just like it just pops him yeah, yeah out of yeah. nowhere no i thought it was uh really good in terms of interesting slimy characters there was a definite kind of um, sinister grossness to the bad guys that yeah, was very yeah. effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, his intensity was matched by their severity. Yeah. So everyone was violent. It's not just a violent. Yeah, cop. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. One theory I just had that yes. I just cooked up in my feverish mind Ooh right now was you mentioned about Hanabi that yeah. it could be someone's memory. Now yeah. bear with me, interdimensional. Oh, oh okay. You. This is my little fan theory. I don't really believe it, but like, but like, let's just say, like, yeah. we were sort of like, you know, conjuring yeah. up a theory here. If you remember at the the last scene of Hanabi, it's them at the beach, and his cop buddies have discovered the yakuza bodies that Nishi has killed. Yeah, Nishi, right? Yeah, Nishi. right. And uh, they basically go up to him, and it's the thing with Hanabi is. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that later but like they go up to nishi and they basically say we found the bodies and stuff like that and then nishi says can you give me a moment right and he goes to his wife and first they start playing kite with this girl right well not a little girl but kind of like a like a well see now here's what i'm wondering yeah did you notice right then and there the weather changed like different time period it was overcast when the guys come up yeah, when yeah he yeah, says yeah, give I me a moment notice. It's a bright, sunny day, yeah. and I thought, we're in a memory fugue right now, and that's yeah, actually yeah. their daughter before yeah. she died. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, so, like yeah. I, I could see that being... And plus, and when it, you... Go ahead. Okay. So, I'm about to spoil it. Okay. Please. So they, so, they pull up, crane up from that, and you kind of figure, okay, and this is, and the music is incredible. It's swelling. It's beautiful. Yeah. We then get this shot of the ocean, and then suddenly, bam, bam, and you're like, oh, fuck, right. He did load two bullets, didn't he, yeah. in his gun? And it means that he probably shot himself and his wife. Now, here, now bear with me. Here's Please. my little theory. Yeah. Why then is the last shot the girl who's just kind of looking sort of in shock? And also, if we're going to suppose that this could be their daughter who once was dead, it's the idea that that's the day she she would soon die after that day yeah but in a sense when you die everyone else dies so yes she died mortally but the 
gunshots is solidifying that her parents are really the ones who are dead yeah yeah, just, yeah yeah no no no. it's very interesting yeah i don't know because it could be anything but it's, there's no mistake that it's a girl with a kite that's not even getting off the ground yeah, yeah, and yeah, barely yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude these were thought, really yeah. good choices man yeah. oh, like i'm just you, kind of like thank you like i don't even i must admit i can't really rate them just know that i'm oh no it. i wasn't even gonna ask yeah like, man i'm they're I'm, on they're really good i'm in the dream uh swell of it i yeah. kind of feel like i'm riding like this oceanic wave of yeah, just yeah. his emotions he's got a lot of heart in his movies when i was younger i think i was a, a bit afraid of him yeah he scared the fuck out of me in <laughs> battle royale because yeah. he's so just unforgivingly yeah, yeah. fuck you to these kids yeah. but um he's a great artist and his i mean literally his visual sense is fantastic and i like uh he's got this kind of like slight silent grin on his face do you yeah, notice yeah. that there's this slightly amused side to him yeah. always yeah yeah it's and very yeah. hidden yeah but it's this little amusement going one on. interesting yeah. thing you might be interested <clears throat> to know um mm -hmm. hanabi sonatine was made first right and then Hanabi was made. Mm -hmm. Between those two films, he got into a motorcycle accident, which he called a subconscious suicide attempt. Wow. And half of his body got paralyzed. Okay. I so, was wondering. Oh, something yeah. was up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you notice in Hanabi, half of his face kind right. of looks a little like it's a little slanted. A it little looks bit, a like little. Yeah. Little, you know, like. Okay. And. Um, so wait, yeah. you're talking about between Sonatine and between Sonatine and Hanabi, Hanabi. he got into a motorcycle accident. Oof. And He almost died or something. You know? Holy like, shit! You, I, so cause this this will ahead. lead me to my questions. I was wondering, can you give me a beat Takeshi beat beat down rundown? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. Yeah, because you know I want to know. All right, what's the, like, what's his story, dude? Um, I don't know. Okay, well the yeah. basics. Yeah. Um, he was born in Adachi, Tokyo. Okay. Okay. On, I've been uh, there many a time. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, really? No, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> we'll go one day as a, as a whole <laughs> gang, you know? Like, I've yet to go to Yakuza. Japan. Yeah, on January 18th, 1947. Nice, He okay. grew up, okay, he suspected that his father was in the Yakuza. Oh, his mom, okay. I don't remember what his mom did, but she worked at a factory or something like uh -huh. that, you know? And he, he said later on that, like, he suspected his mom was in the Yakuza. His father, I think, was like a gambling, kind of drinking, kind of hard-living guy or whatever. Yeah. And in fact, uh, he made a film it's kind of a it is a children's film called Kikujiro which again oh. is, has a has a you've probably seen the cover absolutely like, it's yeah. him with a kid and that has a soundtrack by Joe Hashiyashi yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. Uh, <laughs> that did Hanabi and um, the name Kikujiro was actually his father's name and in that movie he is this sort of gambling kind of you know uh, not weaselly but like you yeah, know like, but like a schemer schemer exactly yeah. and uh, you asked when we were between movies, if he had a theater background, okay, which kind yeah. of, not totally, but right, there was a style of comedy. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was two guys. And uh -huh. one would be the straight man and the other one would be like the wacky guy. Right. And he partnered up with this dude. And this is before these movies. Okay. Mm -hmm. He he worked at this like strip club as like a as like a I don't know I don't know what he was, was he doing a bouncer <laughs> or something, something <laughs> he could, yeah he was doing something but then he became an MC at the strip club oh and then through doing that he partnered up with this guy and they started this comedy act 
And his his style of comedy yes. was very, I would say, mean. Like like it made <laughs> yeah. fun of the handicapped, it made fun of ugly people, it made right. fun of like people that were like you know, it was pretty vicious and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh so he was he became he's a very hardworking dude in show business in the Japanese show business thing because I don't know if you ever remember Extreme Elimination Challenge. Do you remember that mm. where it was this Japanese game show, but it was dubbed in English to be funny, and it was people going through these wild obstacle courses oh, and stuff like that. Maybe, yeah. yeah well, maybe, that yeah. was actually a show that he did it, like during the '80s or early '90s yeah. called Takeshi's Castle. Oh wow! And you know, for the American market, I think on Spike TV they did. You know, they yeah. put it. Yeah. And um, so up until this time he's just this comedy guy he's like japan was he the straight guy in the duo kind of stuff he was actually the wild man oh I th- I no believe way so. yeah, 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 yeah okay okay and he one time he got in trouble for exposing himself on tv oh and stuff like that God. and then at some point he became one of the top three like comedy guys in japan interesting and then so comedy eh? yeah yeah and wow. so which is very interesting considering considering you know, these, these movies yeah. i mean no then they're not devoid there's funny ass yeah, moments there, there's a like there's he has a, a sense of timing yeah exactly yeah. there's a great humor to, yeah. to his films and stuff but so at some point he got cast in a american film or british production i haven't seen this film but criterion has put it out called Merry Christmas Mr. Lawrence. Oh dude, I've been meaning to that's with uh Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One and day Tom we, Conte. Watch it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm down to watch we should, it just because But he's he was in it. In it. Okay. Cuz I know Ryuichi Sakamoto is the main. It's it's two musicians in it. Yeah, David yeah, yeah. Bowie and Ryuichi Sakamoto. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he's, I guess Beat Takeshi is. Ryuichi Sakamoto, he he he's a he does a lot of um soundtrack work and, oh, really? and orchestral work oh, cool, and all cool, that cool, yeah cool. He's, he's a yeah composer yeah. well one thing about that movie was when it premiered in japan and he came on the screen uh-huh audiences laughed because they were so used to him being a right. comedy guy right. so then he told himself well fuck comedy i'm done uh-huh. and you know i'm just going to you know i i don't think he actually told himself that. sure but, you know what i mean but, like, he but was he's like, like time to transition when, when i make my own movies i'm not going to make them comedies right he's made one like wacky comedy called getting any i tried to i, I watched it i i was so high that like i barely remember it but it was wacky <laughs> it was like naked gun kind of <laughs> but uh so anyway cut to like i don't know 1990 night or late 80s or something Kenji Fukasaku, the director of Battle Royale, yes. Battles Without Honor and Humanity, Yakuza Graveyard, Blackmail is My Life. These are films from like the 70s that he did. Okay. He was a very OG director. I told you, you know, like right. you've seen Battle Royale and all so that. So he, when he did Battle Royale, that director, he it sounds like he was much older. He at was that like point. in his 80s. I no way! Yeah, he was in his 80s and he, he passed away during the production of Battle Royale too. Oh, you that's know? right. You know, I have yeah. to... I have to pick that back up and watch it and not give it another chance so much but kind of you know like sure. just just because i mean how can you beat battle royale but anyway yeah, uh, so kenji fukasaku was going to direct violent cop uh-huh. they cast bitakishi right and at some point there were scheduling conflicts and, and you know they they got along or whatever right. you know they eventually did battle royale together but there were scheduling conflicts and so the producers of the film told btkishi hey why don't you just kind of make it at your own pace and so that's what he did so he was he wasn't supposed to direct it originally no no no, no. Wow. he was it was originally kenji fukasaku and so he sort of fell into it and Dude. i i guess it was a success i know sonatine uh, which you mentioned you saw yeah. 
wasn't a big box office success in Japan, but it had a huge thing in Europe and, you know, U.S. And, markets. Right. Not huge in U.S., but, like, in terms of, like, people that are in the know of those kind of, like, I know for films. a fact that my buddy back in the day, that was his in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know who this guy was. He just loved Sonatine. And then through that, discovered... Yeah. Uh, fireworks and probably violent cop as well I yeah can't yeah, yeah. like i remember yeah. seeing the rolling thunder you know uh cover of it but my yeah. I, I never rented it my right. in was fireworks ah. that was like the first one that i saw and i remember watching it like alone yeah and being it being a very dark time in my life sure. and sort of devouring these films and sort of seeing and i was like 20 like yeah sort of realizing in my own mind, like, this is kind of how I see life. Right. It's fatalistic. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It can be sweet. But at the end of the day, we're all going to die, and you should just kind of be aware of that and just kind of <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there, there, is a, there is a definite fatalism Definitely, to his yeah. work, you know? And beauty as well. Like, everything yeah. did have an artistry to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you... What's sticking out most to me with Violent Cop right now is indeed that climax, the way how there's just like this sliver of light and everything else is dark yeah. all around them. Yeah. And that's like the death of all the major characters there. Yeah, yeah. And then once they're down, that guy flips on the main lights just for a second and then flips them off again. Yeah. And we just see this spotlight on his dead body. Like yeah. that's, dude, that's it's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the colors were phenomenal in um, Hanabi. Hanabi. Yeah. Like, just, the movie was bleeding color. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Um, and I and I love how they, it became sort of also a road trip movie. Yeah, yeah, You know, they went into the mountains, the snowy mountains. Yeah. And into the fields where they indeed had a fireworks moment. I was wondering if there would be fireworks and yeah, fireworks. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, there were and a little I think moment. Yeah. Hanabi also in it means something flower or something like that. Like, and there was well, a big, right. a lot of flower I mean, if you think about it, that's film. like, that is a big flower. Yeah. Because yeah. that one of his paintings, it looks like this giant kind of multicolored flower in the sky with this happy family yeah, looking yeah, up at it. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. What's interesting is Roger Ebert's review of fireworks. Ah, tell me. Yeah. Uh, was... Uh, very positive. He mm. said that Sonatine was the better film, but I kind of, I prefer, I've always preferred Hanabi, even though okay. I like Sonatine yeah. a lot. Um, but he said that like, this film is like a Charles Bronson Death Wish movie, completely drained of all cliche yeah. and and stupid story kind of elements or whatever mm -hmm. that you don't really need. Like I, when we were watching Hanabi, I sort of just mentioned to you really quickly, just this movie doesn't explain a lot to you. Yeah, no. It, it, it barely explains it. It really anything. barely. And you, I actually, like, for a second, I was getting confused, and I felt like I needed to ask you some questions, and then something in me was like, just let this play over you. Yeah, yeah. Because I could tell that it was going to weave me into something and then surprise me. And it did, man. It delivered. Yeah. Because it was a pretty good journey, and then it was absolutely solidified in the last few seconds of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I liked, too? And, and I kind of it wasn't really spoken of you just see it and it looks like it's a routine 
the valets on the rooftop with the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a daily thing where it's like, okay, you see if you can best me in any kind of like melee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, if yeah. you can, cool. If not, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, but like yeah, I yeah. noticed like because one of those guys he's constantly like <laughs> sparring with and then he, he like has to go to the hospital to get like a wound like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. patched up. But he's like, you should see the other guy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I always appreciated about his films was, again, like you, you mentioned that like you had this sort of preconceived idea that it would just be this violent cop, yeah just you know just like sadism without yeah, the fun. yeah and even fireworks just the yeah. title like you you had this image well, and stuff like or that. or i thought it was gonna be like a, a, a benign title to an otherwise horrific experience oh, right, you know right, like right. fireworks and, but it's like no you fireworks yeah yeah, bad, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, yeah but like, if you notice and and he's described uh this before mm-hmm. where he said that like in my life, and I've experienced this, like in terms of like violence and stuff mm-hmm. in real life. Violence in real life happens very quickly, yeah, and then it's done, right? And everything just kind of goes back to indifferent, settled. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not like, hey, motherfucker, I'm gonna yeah. punch you, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, we're still going. Bam. Yeah. No, it happens. Yeah, and then it's over when it's, it's over, over, and it's yeah. over, and people are just shocked or whatever. Right? You know, like right. I love. Uh, yeah, like, and you even mentioned it's it's violence punctuated with very scenic. Yeah, you have like amazing backdrops of oceans and mountains, and then back to just like hard fists in face, or like, let me stop you from shooting me, but I'm gonna get my thumb gouged into the hammer of your gun. Just yeah. to, like like like, yeah. there's really uncomfortable moments. You know what I liked also, and I forgot to mention this too. He did something very smart right before the 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 repetitive slapping in the face in the bathroom scene yeah. in Violent Cop. You notice there's a couple goons that he's beating up in there, and one of them is like freaking out, and he has to run out of the room. Yeah, and it's no mistake that, and it's in the same shot. You see him run out of the room and slam the door. And then the slapping begins. And I think that was his way of saying, "All of you squeamish people in the audience, run out of the yeah, bathroom yeah, because." Yeah. I'm about to just slap this guy yeah, yeah, yeah. about 27 times. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned a thought that was always on my mind when I would watch it. Is he really fucking slapping him? Dude. You know what I mean? Like, like, and especially that fucking, that, that pink swelling <laughs> yeah. on his cheek afterwards looked really real. And those slaps, man, they just looked and sounded too goddamn realistic yeah, yeah. You, you, and i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the guy was just like no go ahead and now why is he called beat for that because he beats people in his movies no, well, what's, fun, <laughs> what's funny is i think beat might be one of those japanese american words that sounds uh-huh. cool to them like beat uh, right you know like yeah but uh but it's, a, but it's like his there, nickname but, right it's like yeah well he got that during his comedy days ah uh, you know? i thought and, so okay, you know yeah. like and you know it's the, he does have some it's been said like some connection to like yakuza like one time oh, there's a story shit. that like oh. uh and don't kill me yakuza i'm just a humble guy yeah like, but uh <laughs> but come at me bro i'll fucking fight you guys <laughs> but like uh he the, a newspaper published something about him and he didn't like it uh, i don't even know what it was but he went so, to the offices with like a bunch of like yakuza guys oh and my stuff god like that. and, and like, strong arm you know, what's yeah. funny is i mean i'll mention it you know i've mentioned that you know, been to jail and stuff, shit like that. But like, uh-huh. there was a Japanese guy there, and we were talking about Bitakishi, and he was from Japan. And he was uh-huh. like, "Yeah, Bitakishi, crazy." Ooh, you know, like, yeah. which is cool. I thought that was cool. Well, I was because you know? I'm wondering, does the, for example, does uh, Bitakishi still direct? Has he done anything recently, or is I it... believe so. I'm not. 
completely i don't know what he's doing right now right. the last he's an older man though he's now, an older right? gentleman yeah. yes yes true and i'm not not that that means anything yeah, the I'm last few films of his that i've seen were outrage uh-huh and outrage 2 which were yakuza films okay and very yeah. very straight up yakuza films right on yeah um he did a film called achilles and the tortoise which was about him as a, he was an artist oh, okay. and stuff like that He's done, you know. There are other films in his in his filmography that are just as as beautiful and just as you know. There's right. a film called A Scene at the Sea about this deaf kid that or hard of hearing kid, sorry, yeah. that uh, finds a like a broken surfboard and he decides to go surfing and he has this girlfriend and stuff like that. Okay. There's another. Film so he does called, like also like kind of sweet movies that don't really he have. He definitely any, like, has yeah. this sweet side. It's you know interesting. What I mean? Not that I, I mean no. I get the feeling what we saw was part of what we might call like the golden period, like or just that was. I I believe Hanabi that period of Sonatine and Hanabi. Yeah, I I think they, it was very close together when they were making the rounds at the festivals and on in the market in terms right. of Europe and America. Right. You know what I mean? Like the other thing is like I remember I was working at Blockbuster, another film. I, I was working at Blockbuster when Brother came out. And that was his one American film that he huh. made, which was with Omar Epps, and it was huh. about he came to L.A. Uh-huh. And that movie's whatever. It was it was a good movie. I haven't seen it. There's a couple of different cuts, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't believe I've seen the director's cut of it. But it's 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 cool to see him, you know, play in our playground. Yeah, you, you know what I mean in the American yeah, playground. He also did a film. Which he described, he, he said his intention with making it was he wanted to make uh, sad but cruel love stories. And it's called Dolls. Hmm. And it's, it's very good because huh. it's very true to that. They are like sad and cruel love stories. He's yeah. A, he's an amazing man. In fact, you know, he's a Renaissance man. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. You know. uh, yeah, man. No, I've, I'm really impressed by his work. I, I'm I, I loved the two that you chose tonight. What are some you you recommend I check out Boiling Point at some point? Is that what it's called? Or Boiling Boi- Point? Yeah, Boiling yeah. Point. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Boiling Point is good. Boiling Point is funny in a super dark yeah way. You know what sure. I mean? But the thing is, you know, originally I was okay. I I realized my my copy of Hanabi, which I bought from the Japanese market years ago, yeah, just wasn't just working in my more, PS3. Right, and uh, so. I realized, okay, we got to watch Boiling Point. And the thing with Boiling Point is he's not the main character. Okay, and gotcha. even though it would have been cool to watch, it was his second film after Violent Cop. And right. I thought, okay, maybe that's cool or whatever. And I have it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I realized, no, Hanabi is a better film to watch with, to pair with Violent Cop because they're both technically cop movies. Yeah, you're right. And that's the other thing that I thought was interesting is that he was two different kinds of off the beaten path cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One question. When the wife, I think this is one of the most touching moments in cinema history. Uh. And... And I would definitely, if I were to make a top 10 list, which someday we got to make, it's a fucking movie podcast. Yes. You know, like, yes. you know, I, never, I don't care. But like, right. uh, I would put this on my one of my top 10. Mm-hmm. I would definitely put it on one of my top 10. Yeah. It, it's one of my favorite films. But like, favorite in the sense that like, yeah, it's, it is still like kind of fun to, fun to watch and stuff like that. It just gets me you know what i mean yeah. like it gets me on an emotional level right. Hannah. Yeah. violent cop 2 in a very in a way more straight sort of of, of course no no, no, no know, yeah yeah that's all kind of like a primal but you're saying something about the wife in hana oh when she says at the very very end uh. 
And you can see the pain if you look the pain in his oh, face yeah. when she says thank you, thank you, and sorry, and sorry. Oh. And then she puts her her head on his shoulder. Yeah, my God. Yeah, and you notice before that he wasn't very touchy feely. They're trying to take a photograph, <laughs> and he just snatches his hand away yeah, from yeah, her. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then the damn truck rolls by, and yeah. they can't get the picture. Yeah, like that was some painful, cruel love that was going on in that. Yeah, yeah. and I agree. I loved her uh, ending statement to him. And, um, and I love just an ending like that because I don't really get it, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's no mistake that the entire weather changed as soon as the girl was there. Yeah. She wasn't there, dude. That, yeah, that yeah. was a barren beach. It was foggy. And then, boop, sunshine. And a girl with the, with the yeah. kite. I don't believe it's a coincidence either, my friend. Um, Those were a little good. bit did, when, In the 90s, did you ever see Johnny Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves? I uh, knew of it. Yeah, knew of it peripherally. Beat was in that. That was his first Hollywood oh. sort of thing, and he said it was kind of like going to Disneyland, but not being allowed to ride any of the rides. Oh, you know, yeah, I can imagine. Also, I... he was in Ghost in the Shell, the skirt with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay, yeah, which I was mean, one of the things that made me not think maybe that's like totally. It wouldn't be a total waste of time. Well, well that and uh, well, I, I actually enjoyed the film. Oh, I, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I haven't saw it. it. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, uh, it was the one thing because remember when they cast Scarlett Johansson and oh everyone like, got very mad everybody got very mad yeah that was the one thing where I was like okay well they cast Bitakishi he's he's a legend and you know but like, was he Bateau the no. the chief the police chief no the guy with the eyes no no no, no the, he okay. was the police chief okay the or what the the chief of that unit of that whatever. unit yeah of like the of the sort of replicant cop cybernetic yeah, yeah. cop also thing. he was in a film that I rented from Vidiots. That wasn't directed by him, but, and maybe you checked it out for me when you worked huh? there and we didn't even know each other. Maybe. But we didn't bond over marijuana and films. Yes. But uh, it was called Blood and Bone, and mm, he okay. was a genuinely awful human being. Oh. He plays a lot of genuinely awful no, human no, no. beings. No, no, no. That's what I remember in Gonan. He's like this un, he's just this unmerciful killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember there was one part <clears> in that movie and it was a drama. Like it was, but the thing is like, it was one of those dramas where it did not give a fuck about his likability factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And right. there's a part where this kid shows up and this, and he plays like, beat is just a bastard in the film. Yeah. And this this teenager, this like hot headed sort of you know yeah. young punk teenager shows up and he's like, "I'm your son. You raped my mom." <laughs> and like that's oh. his son. Wow. And, and like it, it's it's just a, I haven't seen it in yeah. a million years, but it's just an amazing portrait of a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Yeah, like just a genuinely dude. awful person. And it's not like Raging Bull or something where there's a right. there's some hope at the end with like a biblical quote or some shit. You know what I mean? uh, yeah, he's no, just, no. He's, he's just, just a fucking asshole. Fucking you know asshole. what I mean? Wow. But yeah. But yeah. So that was the Bitakishi double feature, Alex. Dude, man, we held the beat down. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. It Any was other great. thoughts on, on the two films? Uh, I'm I'm inspired by it, man. It makes me want to watch more Japanese cinema as well. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and also just more of his work. Yeah, I want to rewatch Sonatine after seeing this. Oh yeah, you know? definitely, yeah. definitely. And and his oeuvre, his oeuvre. You know, I would love to just kind of. Do you know what he did after Boil? Do you kind of know the order? It goes Violent Cop, Boiling Point. I think it was Violent Pop. Violent, violent Pop. Pop. Yeah, yes. Violent Cop, Boiling Point, Scene at the Sea, Getting Any. Sonatine, Hanabi, 
brother. I'm I'm totally off. The, this right is on. from the best of my knowledge. Sure, sure, I, I, sure. You know, um, brother, and then. I don't remember what the fuck was after brother. Right on, but it oh, sounds he did a film. He did mm. a film, Alex, mm. called Takeshi's. Okay, oh. and it was a meditation on his persona and mythos. And it was he plays Beat Takeshi, and then there is a Beat Takeshi who's like his persona of this like hitman thug right. guy. And then at some point, everyone is Takeshi or something. Oh my it, God. It was it's crazy. like being, was, being yeah, yeah. beat Takeshi. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a lot. Like, it was very, very meta. I, I, yeah. I have that, actually. Um, nice. But um, other than that, I mean, I know he's done other films. Achilles and the Tortoise, which I mentioned. Right. Uh, um, but it sounds to me like even between Boiling... Is Boiling Point also kind of that... Is it that violent Yakuza cop kind of thing? Do you want me to tell you the brief story without spoilers? Sure. Like, it's, yeah, it's nothing yeah, big. Like, it's because it's, it's so fucking simple. Yeah. It's it follows these two guys that are part of this baseball club. Like, uh-huh. this, you know, he likes and baseball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. There, there are certain things that are in a lot of his in every one of his films, I would say. Uh-huh. To, and again, this is something that I knew of 10 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know if this changed. I don't know if he's made a film that hasn't had this. But right. all of his films to the point when I was studying him yeah. uh, had scenes at the beach. Yes. They all had scenes at the yes, beach. Yes, I noticed that too. Or, or even a longing. Because Violent Cop doesn't have beach, but the but his sister says, I wish we could go to the yeah, beach. Yeah, yeah. So or like the yeah. water, bodies water. of water or yes, something like that. Yes, he likes the beach. Baseball, especially Sonatine. Yeah, like, yeah, baseball is a big thing. There's another thing he has with just playing games. He right. likes his characters to play games. Play games. Silly little games. Yes. And if you remember in Sonatine where they're doing that... That hilarious sort of sumo wrestler sort of jumping around in the in the ring thing. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. such yeah, that yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Which again, I, I I thought these films were true to life when I was 20. I think they're, they're true to life now. I do think life is just stillness and playing games. Yeah. And, and also and aesthetically... Violence. Because uh, I looked it up, um, uh, Violent Cop was 89. Oh, 89. So oh, yeah. there's some really cool, like, if people want to see some nostalgia, like, you got these cool acid wash jean jackets, and, like, people look like they're from that time period. Yeah, and yeah. also, I'm guessing if it was after Sonatine, I'm guessing Honda B's got, like, 95 or 96 or something like that, or... Yeah, around that time. Something like that. And it it just has this very like it's it's not I'm not saying it's dated, but it does have these nineties isms. Like some of the bad guys have these like ties and these suits that just are cool. It's retro now. Now there's some retro images to that because we're at twenty years later. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. Awesome. We are Tikishi'd out. Dude, it was well worth the journey. Awesome. You can't give an ice cream sundae to this. You just give it the world, man. No, man. I mean, I have, but you know what? I I give it a sundae, meaning today is Sunday, and I, I give I give my sundae to it happily. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Toast to the Lacroix and the blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, blah. the Lacroix and the blah blah. Anywho, blah. Alex, sir, that was our conversation about Bitakishi. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Anything? Can I convince you to watch each of the killer? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this beforehand. I can't do 
torture movies. They just are like, they're just really just like too much for me. Okay. And I've seen, and dude, it's not that I'm not familiar with this guy's work. I sat through all of Visitor Q and Audition. Right, right. right. And they both left me <laughs> not better in life. Right. So, I, okay. yeah. Alex and li- listener, I just want, <laughs> Alex knows this, listener, you should know this. Me and yeah. Alex are, we're, we're, gonna, we're lifelong friends. Yeah. We're, we're good homies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and by lifelong, I mean I will know him until the end of my life. Yeah. Uh, until the Yakuza comes and kills me for those things that I said. <laughs> and then I can have my revenge yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please yeah, get yeah. the revenge and, and tell my wife I love her. Yes. I don't have a wife, by the way. But, we'll uh, find one for yeah, you yeah, before yeah, you yeah, die. We will, we will. Yeah. But because I'm going to know you for a long time, it's an open conversation, my man. It is an open, it's conversation. An open conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, never you never say know. Never. You never know. You I never will know. say. If I can start, I don't want to be a nudge, okay? Because yeah. you know I'm the least nudge person <laughs> in the world. If I sense somebody doesn't want to do something, yeah. I that's a hey, man. You do you. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But what will I, what will it, will I will I be better for having seen it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's gonna be like ripping off of nipples and fucking like okay. gouging out there's of fucking. That. But why you gotta look at the negative, man? I no, 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 don't no, no, no. Know. I will say there what about is, the there is re- fish hook mouth thing. There right? is yeah. redeeming value in it, in the sense that the director said he wanted to make a film with no redeeming social value. I know. There is definitely. Yeah. I've. I believe I've, it. Yeah. I believe. I, I <laughs> like. Good? You know what? I'm good. I trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I trust that it has no redeeming value. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, know. You know what's funny? I mean, okay. Again, that's it. I'm, I'm just gonna say. I will say there are pleasures to be had in that film. Yeah. Apart from the ultra violence and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Sure. There is a definite aesthetic to it. It is very impressively made and stuff like right. that. But I will say, I, for instance, and I know you've, I think, said this to me, in terms of like, say, a film like a Serbian film. Yeah, I'm good. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm I good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it. You know, right, it's right, fine. Right, I get right. it. Yeah, there's yeah, no, cool, cool, there's cool, no. Cool is there like awful rape to deal with in Ichi the Killer? Of babies? At least, yeah. I was gonna say, please, no. yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, Alex. Yeah, 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 of Serbian so film. It's safe. Okay, good stuff. Why does it like what like why would you even make a movie like a Serbian film? It's like yeah, we're gonna just put this in this movie. It's like yeah, why yeah. why no yeah, one needs yeah. to see that. Yeah. Well, what's funny is Fuck. when I first heard about it. I was like, okay, I'm curious about what's in it. And when I'm curious about what's in something, but I don't want to put myself through the experience of watching it, yeah. I just read the Wikipedia. Yeah, right, you right, know what right. I mean? Like, and, and you know what's funny is a friend of mine did see it. He tried to get me to watch it yeah, with him. I'm yeah. like, no, dude, I'm sorry. I, you know, I just, I'm not, not yeah, going to see yeah, it. Yeah, don't yeah. need to see it. And he said the worst part is that wasn't even the worst thing in it. So when that isn't the worst thing about a right. movie... I, d- just, it's, right, I don't right, know. Right. But if I if I may you say, in each of the killers' defense, yes, th- yes, yes, a yes, Serbian yes. film is about like a porno actor that he, he you know, it's about normal people, kind of not normal people, huh, but like. But yeah. But Ichi, Ichi the, the killer, killer is about is a yakuza film. It's right. just the violence is taken to such a crazy comic book level uh-huh, that uh-huh. that's its saving grace. Well, might I find myself chuckling through? Yes, there's oh, a lot okay. to be funny. Okay. But the thing is, the other thing is, you have to sort of allow yourself to think Kakihara, the blonde guy, uh-huh. is cool. And then the other thing is, if you look at it within the lens of a very adult Batman or Uh a very extremely insane Adam Sandler water boy kind of thing, (laughs) because Ichi is just the biggest crybaby. And it's like, you know, like, trust me when I say 
everybody that I've showed it to, I've never once showed it to anybody that got upset with me for showing it to them. Right on. Right they on. always find something. No, to no, sort I think of I'm making it probably worse in my mind. You than know, it you know what is it is. Just gotta watch it, man. <laughs> no, 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 gotta I'm just jump saying, in the know, water. Life is life is a journey. Yeah, and man. maybe on I'll your get journey. Around to I it. would I would rather have you at some point watch Tupac Resurrection than Hell watch yeah. Ichi the Killer. But I'm just saying, I'm not gonna be a nudge, man. You know, I'm the least. I'm, they don't call me nudge Nas. I'm 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 nice Nas. Nudge you know red, what I mean? Yeah. I don't want my friends to do things they don't want to do. No, but no, anyway, indeed, yeah. Alex, what where can this? the good people find you? You all can find me on YouTube and Twitter if that's your thing at Castaway Clown. Awesome, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasrud. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasrud. Email me at nasrudpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at nasrud.com for all of your Nasrud needs. And buy a Wild Seven Productions T-shirt. Ten percent of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. And please do like, share, and subscribe, and leave us a beautiful review. Goodbye, you. Arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. Sayonara. Friends. <laughs>